This episode of the B3 today is brought to you by Sensible Waste Consulting. You know you're probably overspending on your waste and recycling removal. You don't have to. Get back to doing what you do best in your business and let the folks at Sensible Waste Consulting deal with the waste companies on your behalf. Go to SensibleWaste.com for more information. The B3 Today is a production of Impulse Radio. The B3 today is back after spring break. A little time in the sunshine. One day at the happiest place on earth, Magic Kingdom, of course. Took our daughter Dylan to the Magic Kingdom. Had to do that. It was a good time. Not not too bad. I, I, I wish for those people that have gone to Disney recently, I'd like to know what you think on the new Genie system. Man, fast pass seemed to work. I know that's a long time ago, but uh, that seemed to work really well for me. Genie was fine. We were kind of cruising, no lines, and doing all right until we were set to go see Monsters Inc. Laugh Factory, whatever in the world that is, and it broke down. So that threw a kink in our plans. And then the afternoon got a little squirrely. We had to wait some lines and stuff, but not terrible. Had a good time. Dylan loved it. She got her ears, so everybody's happy there. We did have one interesting experience, which I was told for, um, which I am I am not a member of the uh, the Disney freak category. I mean, I don't, you know, I like the place, okay. But uh, for people that are, are big-time Disney people, we actually had to get extracted from a ride. Um, we, um, we were on... Pirates. Well, first, let's just go. We were all, we were taking Dylan on Winnie the Pooh, and we got stuck on it for about I don't know, less than five minutes. It stopped, but it got going again. No big deal. And then we were on um, Haunted Mansion, and it stopped for probably at least five minutes. Got going, and then stopped for a couple more minutes. So that happened, and then. We went straight from Haunted Mansion over to Pirates of the Caribbean. And, you know, it's like a little boat deal you're riding through. And we got stuck on it, and that was extended. We're talking 20, 25 minutes. Finally, the lights went on, and, and they had to come and get us. So we actually walked across the deal where the skeletons were and, and out this back door and and was talking to a good buddy of mine rob coots down at the, he's the pro down at the pete die and french lick and he said and he's a big disney guy and he said count yourselves lucky there are lots of disney fan freaks who would pay to be present for an e-ticket main ride light up evacuation tour so he felt we were lucky so i don't know we we had a good time with it and and one lady got tired of waiting and she just jumped off the boat and took off so we were all laughing that because the people in front of us that were with her stayed and her name was jenny so we were laughing about jenny going rogue and took off off the uh off the ride so but good time in florida got to go over to florida gulf coast visit sam sam's uh school for next year that was a good time so ready to go ready to get back at it we got the big show coming up later in the week um that might be a moving target from now on um with spring sports and todd and 
Todd covering it for the Washington Times Herald. Deco, of course, voice of the Vikings. He'll call the baseball games. So may not always be on Thursday, so just tune in. Some days you may get me or one of the other guys on uh, on the check-ins, and and one sometime you might tune in and it's the big show. So we'll have to uh, keep you keep you guessing on that one, but, but glad to have you here. Um, let's just kind of go chronologically what happened um, in my world, North Davis Cougars. When uh, we had a little commentary up there, sorry that the phone calls didn't come through. Um, I obviously didn't know what in the hell I was doing um, on the live show, but uh, we got that done. What a just a really weird ending to that game, I thought, but I'm sure we'll have Dow and some of the boys on to talk about that at, at a time. But congratulations to the Cougars. My goodness, what a great time. I got pictures from people, and, and Dow had that great picture of, of him laying in bed with the trophy, which was which was really cool. And, and uh, Jonathan Graber sent me a picture of him holding the trophy with Dow. And, and so I'm, I'm happy for all of them. Good folks up there. And uh, this sectional 63, you know, it, it continues to produce state champions, and, and uh, we'll hope that, that that continues. I'm anxious to see now what happens going forward here with the classes and, and different things. And then I see here in a couple of years going to have to actually move the state finals because of the NCAA tournament. So a little bit of change is coming. And as Paul Nydick said, they might take our suggestion and maybe um, change it up where where maybe the Class A teams aren't, aren't treated like second-class citizens and always have to play you know in the morning. Um, their state championship game. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, got a lot of good comments on the Paul Neidig interview. He's a good guy. A lot of fun to talk to him, kind of find out what's going on at the IHSAA. So good time. But to wrap that up, great job, Coach Dow, one of our, our best guests, as he pointed out. Some of our most listened to episodes include him, which is absolutely true. And uh, so congratulations to them. And I can't wait to see next year what Haywood Thompson, Dow, they'll all, they all go at it again, and we'll see how those squads shape up over the summer. I'm sure we can do some check-ins with those guys and, and get ready for next season. The IU women, unfortunately, that uh, that season ended, and, and one of the, the – my honestly one of my favorite teams i've ever watched i i just i love the dynamic of that team with the veteran and pat berg and you know the pesky point guard and cardano hillary the amazing one-on-one score grace berger you got your inside presence with mac um local girl here in southern southwest indiana in uh, grace wagner it's just a fun fun team to watch i hate to see that come to end but honestly the Unless they shot the ball really, really well. Boy, it's hard to play with UConn. I don't care if they're down a little bit. Um, we'll talk about their game, their championship game in a minute. But um, I, I will say, oh, you got shots. I mean, they, they, they knock a few down, and, and that league gets, could, could have gotten down to, you know, six, five at any time. But just just too much UConn and, and with IU not shooting the ball well, making some turnovers that they probably, you know, don't normally make. And obviously that, that's got a lot to do with UConn. But I hated to see that come to an end. That's a great team. Still hoping to get Coach Weersbaugh on at some point here in the next couple of weeks, talk about that squad. I know we, we sent some messages back and forth on Twitter, and, and I know that was a special group, not only to us fans, but that was a special group to – to that coaching staff as well, and and uh, it'll be tough to move on, you know, when you see when you see uh, a good group like that 
move on. But Berger's coming back. Mackenzie Holmes is back. Uh, so, you know, cupboard is not bare. But we're going to have to get bigger. I watched that championship game last night. South Carolina, man, they're big. Not incredibly speedy. I mean, they got that you know a couple of guards that can move it around a little bit, but boy, just so big and and they make everything so difficult. And they won that game in the first you know what five minutes. They got every single rebound on both ends of the floor, and that size made a huge difference. Paige Becker could not get going. Uh, I know she had some some. Nice one-on-one moves. I don't even know how many points she ended up with, but had some nice one-on-one moves. And then, of course, that's all ESPN shows. I used to love ESPN. Man, they're just so, I don't know, they're so hung up on what doesn't matter. You know, you know the one-on-one moves by Paige Becker and, and don't, you know, show show a whole lot of of what South Carolina was doing to them. I'm sure they eventually did, but watching Twitter during the game, you would think that it wouldn't end up being 64-49 in a in a South Carolina somewhat route that, you know, it's the it's the Paige Becker show and and I think Becker looks like here ended up with 14 points and and uh, she shot 123 footer that went about 21 feet. So, um, I'm not so sure my strategy against her wouldn't be what the Missouri Valley Conference did to Colt Ryan years ago, just literally beat the hell out of her. Every time she comes anywhere near you, just elbows and and forearms and just make sure that her life is miserable anytime she tries to get loose. But um, but that, that'll that put a wrap on the women's season. Good one. Good big game tonight. Kansas, North Carolina. Can't have any more uh, basketball royalty than that going at it. I like Kansas giving the four and the over-under. I believe I got it at 155 and a half. Does that sound right? Um, 152, I'm sorry. Um, so I, I like that. Kansas gets up and down the floor. Holy shit, do they move. They get after it. My buddy Brock Higgins, I know, going to live and die with that North Carolina team. But, man, Kansas looks awful good to me, so. But one of my rules has always been in the NCAA tournament, this is historically never trust Purdue and never trust Kansas. So I'm going against that with my wager for this evening. Um, you know, we're not wagering a mortgage paper or anything, but I would say it's uh, it's in the significant realm. So we'll have to root for, root for Kansas on that. Moving on, let's talk about this. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> Uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> Nick. My wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? First off, Chris Rock, you are an absolute rock star. The way you handled that is perfect for a complete and utter out-of-control moron. Chris Rock couldn't have handled it any better. And by the way, big, tough dude, twice Chris Rock size, he never even touched his face. Never fell down, never stumbled. 
He took your shot, your sissy shot, like a man, and then you go back and start yelling, you're at the Oscars. You're at the Academy Awards, jackass. Who, by the way, in the innocuous G.I. Jane joke, and I know she's got alopecia. I did not know that beforehand. I don't know if Chris Rock knew that beforehand. It was a simple little joke. You are a beautiful woman. And guess what? Demi Moore is a beautiful woman playing G.I. Jane. Come on. So, anyway, the G.I. Jane joke, by the way, Mr. Tough Guy, you laughed. You thought it was funny until you look over and, and see your wife is not thrilled, and then you became all, you know, Mr. Jackass. And, and by the way, again, you're at the Academy Awards. I have a feeling that if that would have been another actor, The Rock. What's the dude's name that plays Aquaman? Momoa? If that's those guys, why do I have a feeling that joke would have been really funny and stayed really funny? But Chris Rock, well, I don't know, what is Rock? 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, whatever. Made what is a very simple joke. If you don't like the joke, talk to him backstage or personally and have your little press conference and say what a jackass Chris Rock is. And my wife, I don't know. Dope. Absolute dope. And then you start hearing, you know, this is like old school Hollywood once you start reading this, you know, that this was a machine to make him into the biggest movie star in the world. He, he's quoted saying, I wasn't going to get on social media if I wasn't going to be the biggest one. Well, you failed at that. But, but you, you know, the, the, he, he owned 4th of July. I mean, it was, a, it was a plan. And now you find out he's an unstable jackass. So, eh, I, wish, I wish we could say good riddance to the Fresh Prince, but I have a feeling he'd be back. But what a, what a silly, silly move. I don't know. Hey, you know, if you're like 90% of companies nationwide, you're overspending on your waste and recycling removal. A lot of times by 20 to 40%. You know what? You don't have to. How much could a free waste audit save you? Doesn't cost you a penny. If sensible waste consulting doesn't save you any money, you don't pay anything. If they do, you split it. It's pretty simple. Why are you overpaying? Well, probably your contracts don't protect you from price hikes and your service levels are inefficient. You need different waste equipment. Your contract allows for those silly ancillary fees. Call the folks at Sensible Waste Consulting. Let them take a look at everything. They'll look at your contracts, your bills. If they save you money on, on a contract that you signed and the waste company didn't live up to it, you split it immediately. If they negotiate for you, save you some money, eh, you split that through the life of the contract. They'll be happy to help you out. Doesn't cost you a thing. Go to SensibleWaste.com or give them a call. 812-787-3598. Sensible Waste Consulting.
Speaking of beating the tar out of each other, WrestleMania weekend was this weekend. Started off the Thursday night was the Hall of Fame. Why does that come on? And for people that don't watch professional wrestling, uh, bear with me here. I don't watch it near as much as what I used to, but I still kind of follow it. And, and WrestleMania weekend always kind of sucks me back in. They start the Hall of Fame proceedings like at 10. Yeah, I wasn't watching that. But Undertaker goes in, and, and we're probably on the next uh, on the next big show. I have a feeling that Mike DeCourcy and I are going to have a debate on what I'm about to say, and that's cool. I'll debate it. I might be wrong. Don't think I am. I'm so sick and tired of hearing how great The Undertaker was. The Undertaker was great because he had people out there making him look great. Mick Foley tried to commit suicide in a match with him. Shawn Michaels gets thrown around like a rag doll and allows it to happen for to make for a great match. The Undertaker was boring. Greatest entrance you can have, no doubt. When that gong comes on, shit, it's awesome. And then he has to, you know, start actually like wrestling. And for the last half of his career, he couldn't hardly move. I'm surprised when the Foley match up on top of the the cell, I'm honestly surprised the guy could even climb up there. And he had that stupid old school move where all you had to do was like jiggle the ropes or his arm. It wouldn't work. But and I always kind of remind myself when I start talking about this new wrestling, oh, it's not real. It's not, you know, reality based. They do things silly. Yeah. Undertaker's been dead for thirty years, so the dead man. Who, by the way, then, during the Attitude Era, abandoned all that because he didn't feel like he was cool enough. So he had to become the American badass. Ride a motorcycle to the ring. And he still couldn't wrestle. So, Deco, I'm ready for you. Come on. We'll debate this all night if we have to. Um, I'm not sure what Todd's going to do during this time, but uh, we'll talk about it. Um, I, I was in and out Saturday night. Didn't watch many of the matches. I did I, I did tune into the end, watch Stone Cold. Um and I thought that was interesting. It was it was a fun pop to watch Stone Cold come out uh, to that ovation. He looked good. Uh, when he first walked out, I thought, what looks odd? Something looked a little odd about him in his, you know, in the old T-shirt. And I think it's because his neck wasn't as big. Um, but but he looked good and got in the ring. And, whoo, when they ended up having a match, those first few minutes were rough. I'm like, maybe this wasn't a good idea. But, like me in my 53-year-old body, as I'm learning, is you can't just jump up and, and go right to, to physical activity. You need to kind of warm up a little. And after he got warmed up, I thought he looked pretty good, quite frankly. So that was fun. Uh, I didn't watch, I don't think I watched anything else on Saturday night. I've got some buddies that said that Saturday night was probably better than uh, Sunday night overall but stone cold stuff was fun uh i was in and out on sunday night because i watched uh, watched a lot of that uh, women's basketball game but i did uh i did tune in for oh cody rhodes came back too saturday night i don't want to skip over that well what happened there with aew i don't know it's interesting and for those of you who don't follow wrestling cody rhodes a few years ago left the wwe because he hated what they were doing with his character and he helps 
found AEW with Jacksonville Jaguar owner's family. And uh, then he leaves, comes back to WWE, so that was a big deal. I'm a big American Dream Dusty Rhodes fan, so I always kind of root for him. Um, but Sunday, the uh, watch the the Pat McAfee spo. I watched Johnny Knoxville's hardcore match with Sami Zayn, which was ridiculous, but it was funny and entertaining. And then uh, then watched the end of the McAfee McMahon stuff and. And uh, that could have been so good. Again, Stone Cold comes out to a massive pop. Him and McMahon are in the ring, and he starts to stun McMahon. And I think the old man, who, by the way, looks fantastic for nearly 80 years old, but he completely forgot how to take a stunner. And and I'm hoping we don't read that he tore something in his legs because that fall he took was ugly. As he bounced off the ropes, he got confused. It's been a while since he took a stunner, obviously. But then I thought two things were really funny. For one thing, I don't listen to Pat McAfee's show. I guess I probably need to. I didn't even know he was with the WWE now. I had kind of heard rumor he had a deal going with McMahon and was going to be on the show. But I didn't know he was a SmackDown announcer full-time. So that was news to me. And then uh, so that was an interesting interesting uh match and 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 uh then the end when he gets up in the ring with stone cold and they're drinking a beer and and uh stone cold stuns him which i thought was great and unexpected then they flash to mcafee a few minutes later and he's laying on the ground (laughs) drinking a beer oh that was great uh funny stuff um so but then the, the the finale um ended a little quickly um, I'm not a Roman Reigns person. I just I never have cared for him. The Superman crap is idiotic. If you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. You're not missing anything. I, in my opinion, I don't. Roman Reigns fine. I just don't get too excited about it anymore. But uh, he wins that, unifies the belt. Um, what did I watch? Oh, watch. I started that Lakers, um, the Lakers show on HBO. Uh, Jerry Buss in the first episode buys the team. They draft Magic. Um, I, I, John C. Riley is fantastic in everything he does. I really hope that's the way Dr. Jerry Buss was in real life because, my God, he's making him look like a fun person to be around. So you might check that out. We might talk about that if the other guys watch that. Uh, we might touch on that series. I don't think we're going to have any big spoilers as it was uh, real-life stuff. But uh, So you might check that out. Uh, a couple podcasts I've been listening to. Uh, I've talked to you about the Dana Carvey, uh, David Spade podcast. It is just fantastic. It's all kind of SNL centric. So uh, if you're an SNL fan, and, and I am, I am a massive David Spade mark. Uh, you might check that out. Smartless is really good with uh, Jason Bateman and and uh, Will Arnett and, and uh, what's the guy's name from. Will and Grace, whatever his name is. Uh, it's a good one. And the spade was on there this week, so very, very good. Masters week gets started. My buddy Bill Rickey is down at Augusta today for a practice round. I'd like to talk to him, maybe get a report from him on, on that. Of course, you know how here we go. The whole story is going to be Tiger. Master at marketing, Tiger Woods. Keeps it cryptic. Everything's cryptic. Are you going to play or not? God, because that's but now it's exactly what that that machine wants, you know, kind of like the Will Smith thing, except Tiger's actually talented. Everything's going to be about Tiger now until we find out. 
overshadow all the great stories that go along with it so we can talk about Tiger. But we'll endure that, and I'm not a Tiger hater. I think Tiger's given us some of the great moments, definitely in golf, in sports. Tiger Woods has provided some of the, the greatest moments that there have been, and a lot of them. I mean, the guy was amazing. I don't, I'm not a Tiger hater at all. I just Sometimes I get a little tired of that's all we hear about. So high school sports, real quick. Golf got started around the state of Indiana. There's a great Twitter follow, Indiana High School Golf. They retweet all the stuff from all the high schools around the, the state. So you get uh, it's really fun on Saturdays to see what everybody around the state did in their invitationals. Um, there was a really good one that, that I attended down at Springs Valley at the uh, Donald Ross uh, course. Great, great uh, venue. And, boy, is it tough to play golf there. The first weekend in April, the wind was howling. It was cold. and uh, But Barif did really well. Barif Vikings come in second. Gibson Southern, they got a great squad. Got one of the best best players in the state is a freshman, about a five-foot-four, 110-pound freshman. Little bitty dude, Peyton Blackard. But keep an eye on this kid. He is a, he, 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 We've watched him come through the junior ranks and now he's in high school he meddled in his first match in difficult conditions shot three over but and then they they ended up winning but but, but bar reeve gets second picks up 14 big wins to start their season they had uh, sam emmons in fifth place brayton yoder in seventh place but the, like I say the team picked up second so and they know where they're at now because gibson southern's in their sectional so that uh, that'll be that'll be fun to watch but uh, So we got lots of stories coming up here over the next few days, and stay tuned for the big show. I know you're going to be riveted in that debate about The Undertaker by Brian Ondiko, but this show brought to you by Sensible Waste Consulting, and please don't forget Travis Brett Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. They sponsor, title sponsor of the big show. They sponsor the hotline when we have guests, so one agent for all your insurance needs, Travis Brett Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, and if you're an Odin, go see Casa Sevilla, would you? Have a have a taco or burrito and tell them you heard about them on the B3 podcast. So until next time, I am Brian Emmons, and I am glad you listened. The B3 Today is a production of Impulse Radio.